Welcome everyone to Lessons with Mike. Today we're going to talk about thrifting. I'm with Hannah. Hi, I'm Hannah Cantrell. Yeah. I have a business called Handpick Style, which I started after I got rudely let go from my job. Yeah, they just uh, didn't respect you at all. They just kicked you out. It was yeah. a whole thing. Yeah, we're yeah. not going to go into that though. Okay, because we're not. Because we're on to better things now. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So Handpick Style is a business where I go and I thrift for other people. They send me a Pinterest board and I go and thrift and find sustainable items that fit their style. And I really try to cater to a plus size market because they're, that's a market that's not served enough, a market that I'm a part of. And I've actually had some pretty good luck with thrifting. And so I wanna help and bring that luck to other people. And on top of that, um, my business, um, with every style box purchased, 10% goes towards giving clothing and food to local homeless and women's shelters, which is huge to me because I was in an abusive relationship before. And luckily I had family and friends to support me, but not everybody does. So that's awesome. I've seen a lot of your stuff. It's really cool that the closure able to find. Yeah, I did. I did a box for my brother. I did a box for one of our mutual friends, Hannah, and then no, um, Hannah. I am Hannah, but there's also Hannah. Oh, oh. <laughs> Craziness, right? <laughs> um, and actually, I'm working on one for Jason's sister. Oh, I love Jason and his sister. I <laughs> Not for Jason. <laughs> he hasn't ordered one yet. Oh, we'll Why that. haven't you ordered one yet, Jason? Yeah. Yeah, Jason. Um, but yeah, for his sister, I'm currently i only have one more item i need to find for her and it's her dream item it's very hard to find what it's one it? of those puffy princess dresses let's try like, to find one i'm trying to find yeah. one i found one that was 3xl but it just quite didn't fit so i'm still on the hunt but i've, I've seen some others that just didn't quite hit the mark for me but i'll go back to them if they're you know, if I can't find anything better, but I really try and find like the perfect, the things, perfect yeah. thing. And yeah. you're really good at styling people. Oh, well, thank yeah. you. I love doing it too. And I think, um, like I've always been really big into fashion and putting together an outfit. And I remember growing up, I'd get excited to go to school because I had an yeah. outfit that I felt really good in. And I feel like style does a lot for, um, people's self-esteem and their self-worth and making people feel good about themselves and everybody of all shapes and sizes, genders, you know, nationalities, whatever deserves that. And I want to bring that to people as much as I can in a sustainable and, you know, price conscious way. I love it. See, I don't know anything about style. I'm currently wearing a Mountain Dew hat. So. I kind of love it. I commented when you walked yeah. in how your hat, it's bright green. And then obviously everybody knows the Mountain Dew logo with the green and red. He's wearing a red shirt and green pants. So it actually goes yeah. together. So I'll give you a little, little style and tip. So there's four things that I think really go into style. And, you know, you can dive deeper and deeper into that. But the four main things for me are coordination, accessories, style and styling. Now I'll explain. So coordination is kind of what I just talked about. So you have the same colors throughout your outfit. What I'm wearing right now, I've got a brown skirt, a brown hat, black shoes, and a black vest, and then a shirt that's both black and brown. So I've coordinated the colors throughout my outfit to make it more of outfit. Do you understand yes. what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. You can't really like uh, put bright colors with dark. No way. Uh, 
What's give an example of something bad that doesn't go together? Um, so there's really style is so limitless, but I come like these four things come into play when you're just starting to find your style. There's so many people like that I follow. There's this one girl, her style is wild, but I love her for it. Her name is Sarah Comparscapone or something. Like Campo Sarcone. Oh my god. It's I, such a long her name. last name is like crazy. So but many letters. Hey, Sarah Camps on all socials. And she puts together the wildest, craziest outfits, stuff that doesn't make sense. But what she always does is she takes um, she has a theme to the outfit or she'll like choose four colors and she'll represent those colors in multiple places throughout the outfit. And it ends up working in the end. And it looks so cool because she keeps building on these four basic concepts of fashion. And, but like, I would say the biggest thing for like, that wouldn't work is, um, I don't know, maybe if you, mix aesthetics in a weird way like if you wore well, anything uh, that gun kelly wears that's just bizarre <laughs> well, honestly <laughs> i i hesitate to say that there's anything that doesn't work because if it makes you feel good yeah that's what then matters it's a like, good what does it look? matter what does it matter whether people think if you like it my, yeah my style is old man energy i love that though you can bring so much hipness to that style like <laughs> A fedora, I, I love feel like, fedora. would <laughs> just be amazing. But let me, I want to just quick explain yes, the rest perfect. of these yes. so they make sense. So we touched on coordination. Accessories is pretty self-explanatory. It's like adding a bunch of jewelry. You can make a tank top and jeans in a into a pretty cool outfit if you add, like, a hat and a bunch of jewelry. So that's accessories. It's pretty simple. If you don't know what to do, put on your favorite pair of jeans and a shirt and add a bunch of accessories and play with that. Bedazzle it. Yes. We love bedazzling. And then, so style, this one is a little more complex, but it kind of goes into your question of like what works and what doesn't. So if you want to go with current fashion trends, you, um, have you seen the button downs that are popular right I now? They're like very flowy button downs. When I think of style, I think of like that type of button down versus like the nerdy button down yeah. where it's like buttoned all the way to the collar. Like, you gotta leave the top one unbuttoned. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. That. Yeah. that like that's what I think of when I say style is like the type of button down you're going to wear is what's going to give you style if like based on current fashion trends but obviously if you're going for that more like old school nerdy look nerdy chic or whatever then that's what you need to be going with but like it'll change up your style based on the style of the item and then the last one is styling so when i think of styling i think how are you wearing the item so like if you take a baggy t-shirt over a pair of jeans that's just kind of like clothes, in my opinion. But if you decide to tuck in that shirt or tie it up on the side or you crop it, that's styling. You're adding some sort of interest to the outfit. You know what I'm saying? So like anything you can do to add interest or personality to the outfit, that's, that's fashion. Like you're doing it. If you love it, you're doing fashion. You're a fashion do you watch icon. The, uh, do you watch the fashion or the award shows and look at all the outfits? Um, I'll usually just kind of scroll and look at the outfits. Those <laughs> award shows get boring, in my opinion. Well, yeah, no one watches those. <laughs> no one watches those. Um, 
But yeah, I think some of those outfits are, are crazy. Although I pay more attention to like, um, what's on Pinterest. Yeah. That's really what I look at. And like, I also just look for the most unique pieces at the thrift store and how can I style them and how much stuff I can add on to it. And there's a ton of creators on TikTok that I follow that I really love their style. And I try and incorporate what they're doing into, you know, my own style in my own way. And thrifting is so much more affordable. I found all of my work pants that I wear regularly at Goodwills and thrift stores, yep. like maybe $5 per pair. And they're good pants. Very nice. No problems. Uh, the specific brand I looked later would have been about $70 if I bought it through the department oh, wow. store. So it, it takes a little bit of persistence. So you have to keep going until you yes. find stuff, especially I'm a little awkward sized. I'm a little taller, but also tiny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's tough to find pants that fit me. Pants are the length hardest. Length and width. But shirts, it's I love finding shirts at Goodwill. Almost all of my button-up shirts are from Goodwill. My favorite one was a really smooth. Uh, I think it was made of silk. It was like a burgundy colored snap Ooh. button. Oh, I loved it so much. It was amazing. And then Landon broke the shirt and we'll never oh, forgive no. him for this. Yeah. Is there any way you can fix it? It can't be done. I mean, I'm sure it could be done, but <laughs> I'm sure you could repurpose it. That's I still another have a huge thing. <laughs> this was like a year ago and I've kept the shirt and the, uh, the button because he was, he tried it on and he popped out one of the snap buttons. I'm sure you could just sew it back together. But, oh, yeah, I'm sure yeah. you could. So I'm keeping it for when I find the motivation to learn how to sew. <laughs> the motivation, yeah. that is a huge thing. Yeah. But yeah, the, it can be hard to find the right things in the thrift store. But what I always go in with is I don't go in with idea blindness. That's what I call it. Like if you have a specific thing in mind that you want to find, it's like idea blindness. You can't see anything else in the thrift store because you're stuck looking for a brown sweater. Like you'll be like, I didn't find anything at the thrift store. There wasn't a brown sweater. No, you go into the thrift store and it's like Target. You allow the store to tell you what you need to take You don't home. even, exactly. <laughs> you have to have an open mind. Just keep looking for stuff, yeah. Absolutely. And that's what, what I do with my clients since they send me Pinterest boards and obviously I'm looking for fairly specific stuff, like a specific aesthetic. What I do is I spend a couple minutes before I go in there re-looking at the photos and then I put them away and I don't look at them again when I'm at the thrift store and I just go in with this like overall aesthetic in mind and then I grab anything and everything that feels right to me. And then at the end, I go through and I look back at the photos and I'm like, this is it. This fits it perfectly. And it's the right side. I, I measure it. I bring measuring tape everywhere and I measure it. But I don't, I don't think about that until the end. And that's how you come out with the best stuff because you're not, you're not focused on being perfect. You're just enjoying and seeing what treasures you can come up with. And then at the end, I like make sure the quality's all there, make sure the sizes are right and make sure the aesthetic is right on point. You know, you remember when I proposed, I got mm -hmm. that outfit from thrifting. Yes. Yeah. That's one of my favorite ones. It's like a purple suit coat. I love it. And I want to get a suit coat for every color that fits me, but I'm not going to pay hundreds of dollars to do that. So <laughs> we can, just... we can try and yeah. start finding stuff. I have so many blazers. Blazers yes. are one of my favorite things as well. And I actually took a picture. I'll have to show it to you later. And it, in that picture, in the background was 
um, my clothing rack with a blazer of every color on it. So I've done it and really only spent like $5 or less per item to do it. So you can do that. So far I've got, I've got a blue one and a purplish pink one. I had a burgundy one, but, uh, that one's a little too tight. So I gave that one away, but it was a really nice one. Mm, why did you give it away? Because it was a little too tight. Well, yeah, well, I, I, I got I kind of got a little, little bigger. <laughs> oh <laughs> my, just a little that's bigger, not just a little bit. <laughs> There's more to love then. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. We love all sizes. My favorite thrifting item story is when Grandma she goes to the Goodwills on Senior Days and always shops mm. for things for me. She found me a South Park hat. Didn't know it was South Park. It had one of my favorite hats. It's got Kenny on it. And she said, "This is one of those uh, those characters from one of those <laughs> things you watch, isn't it? I Aww. thought you might like it. You don't get it, but thanks, Grandma." That's so sweet that she yeah. thought of you. Grandma's I love that. We love Grandma. One of my favorite thrifting moments was when you found the lessons with Mike hat. That's what started this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, I was with you that day. <laughs> you were, yes. We were in Greenville. We were in Greenville with some of our old friends, and we stayed the whole weekend in Greenville, South Carolina, and we went to one of my favorite Goodwills around, or no. What store was that? It wasn't a Goodwill. It was it was like a, like one of the uh, donation places. I forget what it was called. It wasn't a Goodwill, but it was one of my favorite. And it wasn't a Value Village, but it was one of my favorite um, thrift stores in Greenville. And we went there, and that's where you found the lessons of my yeah. hat. It was destined to happen. I should have worn that one today. I wasn't thinking. No, I've got a whole hat rack. You've seen my hat rack. I just randomly pick one every time. I've just recently gotten into hats. I love hats. You should wear hats. They're so cool. I love yeah. wearing hats because I think it adds so much. I've gone out in the same clothes before and no one has said anything about my outfit. And then I've added a hat to the same outfit and I've gotten three or four compliments. People notice when you take the time to add that extra element. Yeah, that's personality too. Yes, yeah. that's why like you always, not always, but you wear hats very often. And so does Jason. Jason wears hats almost all the time. And it's a part of his aesthetic. It's a part of your personal aesthetic. So, and even things like for guys out there, this is not just for, for women and non-binary people, this is for like guys too, guys like Bradley who are very, you know, manly and don't really think a lot about fashion. For him, I've got him wearing like leather jackets and a motorcycle vest, like a Harley vest that he loves. And like, um, he wears like uh, things on his belt to hold like a knife because he loves knives. Like those can add to your aesthetic. It doesn't have to be super conventional, like any little thing that you can add to your outfit. And I've also bought him rings and gotten him into wearing rings, which he hasn't lately, but um, think, sometimes uh, he will. I think Bradley's aesthetic is bouncer for a club in a really dangerous party city. <laughs> I think he was a bouncer at one point. He like, <laughs> yeah, that see, was something he he's it, yeah. done. He's done so many different jobs. Yeah, he's been all over, yeah. So back to the thrifting. Yes, that. So I have some AITA, am I the asshole situations that I pulled up about thrifting. So I thought they would be really cool yeah, to read because yeah. I, I, I'm all over this subreddit. So. Well, I've got one coming out about salads that I did with Drew. So stay tuned. Ooh, yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> so AITA for thrift shopping is the title. 
I went thrift shopping this morning. My husband, 30 male, and I, 38 female, are expecting our first child in a couple of months. I've been getting stuff for the baby. I hate paying retail prices when I don't really know what I will need. I also hate being wasteful and the ecological impact. So I've been buying some of his onesies. I guess his was referring to the baby, not the husband. (laughs) I've been buying some of his onesies and the like from a not-for-profit thrift shop in my area. I've been thrifting since college, whether Poshmark or brick-and-mortar thrift shops, and I've never thought anything of it. If the stuff was nice and well-priced, I would get it. While shopping, I started chatting with another lady who was pregnant and shopping for her coming little girl. We were laughing and having a great time enjoying our deals and excited over our babies. We even exchanged contacts to be friends. We were going back and forth about the good deals and found some really good stuff. Um, We both finished and went to check out. As we were walking out, I was getting ready to invite her to coffee when she saw my car and said in a weird tone, you drive a Tesla? I wasn't wasn't really sure how to reply, except I kind of just... Except, yeah, I really like it and moved on. Her demeanor changed instantly, like I had done something truly horrendous. She read me the riot act about taking advantage of thrift stores and charity when I clearly don't need it, that I was robbing the poor and asked, and she asked me how I could dare do that. I had never seen it in that way. I just thought of it as not being wasteful and supporting a good cause. I apologized for offending her and told her I did not see it in the same way, but the conversation ended and we were no longer going to be friends. And she told me to F myself and stormed off. So am I the asshole here? Is there a certain income level or point where it's unethical to buy secondhand? No, no, no. I see. I don't think she's the asshole at all. However, oh, go ahead. You're an asshole if you go to a free clothing drive and you don't need it. Oh, yes. Because I went to one of those years ago and I just felt weird because like, I don't need any of this. What if someone comes by that needs this stuff? Yeah. I saw a tie and I wanted it and took it. I would say, I would say, yeah. (laughs) Good good on you for admitting it. (laughs) I would say, yeah, that, that's definitely where there's a line when it's like for charity. But I think... Well, thrift stores are not for, they're nonprofits, but that money goes mm-hmm. to help people. So either way, you're helping people. And just because you have a Tesla doesn't mean you're loaded. You yeah, you- so I think that what it comes down to is not over buying and not taking things just because they're good. So like I'm, I'm reselling stuff and I've like had to stop myself in some cases from over buying, over consumption, but if I love it, if I know I'm going to have a client that's going to love it, if it's right for a client, then I buy it. I don't just buy stuff willy-nilly to resell. I buy stuff that I love. And I think that if you have really mindful consumption and, um, you know, are just have the right heart about it, then that's all you really need to do. I think that there's a problem with stores like Goodwill where they are the problem for jacking up prices right now and making it less affordable for low-income families. I mean, everything is less affordable just due to inflation and all of that. But I just think that the stores are more the problem than the individuals. And just because I'm not like in poverty, 
I I don't have a job right now. So like I, other than just doing my business and like before that I was making, you know, like 40, 50, you know, thousand a year at most after with my first job out of college. And then I went before that I was a college and high school student. And so like just spending my own money and not having a lot of money at that age. So, you know, even though I'm not super low income, I think it, it's a something that is for everybody. And sustainability is a huge thing. And I think that if, if you're somebody who goes in and brings a bunch of donations, then you're contributing back to that community. So like, I, I try and do that. I, I took, um, before I moved here from Wisconsin, I had nine giant like leaf, the ones that you use for your yard waste, like size garbage bags that I took to the thrift store of my stuff. And then we took a whole other truckload of, you know, furniture and stuff. And like every time I've moved, every time I've cleaned out my closet, stuff is either gone to like a donation, like a women's shelter, homeless shelter or thrift store. So I think if you're just actively giving back too, then it shouldn't be a problem. But I do feel that guilt sometimes of like, I don't want to take something for someone who needs it, especially when I see a plus size item. Like I saw a shirt that was for a 5X that's nail. That's hard to come by, yeah. That's very hard to come by. And I thought about buying it um, just for like any potential clients and stuff like that. But I was like, you know what? We need to leave this because... I haven't seen another item in this store that's that size. So that's just something I think about. And here's something um, I can go on a little mini rant about capitalism. <laughs> we all have more in common with the homeless person than we do with the billionaire. Oh, true. So what people who feel this way, if you feel, you know, concerned that people are taking advantage of the thrift store deals, you're on the same side here. Like no, no billion Elon Musk isn't shopping at Goodwill. Like, no, I mean, these people, they have shoes that are worth more than my entire annual salary. I mean, come on. We have to work. We have to class solidarity. We got to stick together. Yeah, I fully <laughs> agree. I fully agree. It, yeah, somebody making like $30,000 a year getting mad at someone who makes $45,000 a year for shopping at a thrift store. Like, you're, you're one bad day away from being a homeless person. Uh, you're yeah. Not, you're not 50 good days and you won't be a billionaire, so that's very true i respect that point of view for sure but the overall vote on this yeah, was uh, not, not the, the asshole, asshole yeah. so we're in agreement okay here is another one before we start i'm gonna add break okay Woo. welcome back Woohoo. okay so am I the asshole for selling things I buy from thrift stores? You That's what see. you do. Yeah, so you can see why I picked this one. So I'm a thrifter. I go to Goodwill, Salvation Armies, thrift stores, etc., and I buy stuff from there to sell on my little eBay account. Not only is this a little hobby that I enjoy, it brings in some nice additional income and play money. Yesterday I was at Goodwill a goodwill I go to quite frequently. Note, I try to keep the fact that I'm a thrifter a secret to the workers at the stores because I've had owners raise their prices on me once they know I buy items to resell. I was walking around with a few nice Ralph Lauren shirts that are size 2XL that were obviously too big for me. I knew they would sell very well. A woman came up to me and asked if I was seriously going to buy the shirts for myself. 
I tried to give my usual cover-up answer of, I'm buying them for a friend or for a family member. She immediately called my bluff and called me out, calling me a flipper and a scalper. I wasn't going to lie to her twice, so I did tell her that I have a small eBay store. That's when she got angry. She started to make a scene saying how I'm stealing clothes from the less fortunate and selling them solely to my own benefit. And if I want to buy big name brands to sell, go to go to the mall and Macy's. The cashier slash owner came over to see what the commotion was all about. And she told her all about how I'm trying to profit off of the things that were donated and taking things from people who would have actually wanted to own them, yada, yada, yada. The cashier looked over at me and after a second, she told me to give her the shirt and leave and I wasn't allowed to shop at the store anymore. If I came back, they'd call the police. So am I the asshole? Now that's a crime, first of all. I'd sue that store. There ain't no way you can tell me to leave. I'm, I have the right to buy whatever I want to do. And when I buy something, it becomes my property. I can do what I want with it. Yeah. The only thing, she hadn't bought it yet, so yeah. it wasn't her property yet, but I mean, I definitely get what you're saying. It's but not she wasn't fair. being disruptive. The other person was being disruptive. Yeah. yeah, I get, although I do get where the anger comes I from. I get it too, yeah, because it's no, it's people who buy PS, there's no PS5s. People, people buy them and like upsell them for way overpriced and you can't buy a PS5. It's a real bummer. But if you have an eBay account, you're giving, you're still, as long as you don't like surcharge a ridiculous amount. Like, don't buy it for $5, then turn around and sell it for $200. Mm -hmm. I mean, unless you really need the money. I try and do it for something, re like, for a reasonable amount. Like, let's say I bought a shirt for, or, like, vests. Vests are really popular right now. I'll buy a vest over at the thrift store near me for 2 or $3. I would probably sell that for 15 to $20 and make a bit of a profit. And that's probably including shipping. But shipping is usually like 3 or $4 for something like that. So I turn a bit of a profit, but I think that if the item is in great quality and it's worth it, then I also, should do that. You're doing a service for people because let's say you don't have time to go to the thrift store during the week or you're going to miss all the good deals. You're going in place of someone else who can't go. And yeah, it's reasonable to have an upcharge for that. It's no different than like DoorDash or um, the other thing. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing. But that's why I do the style box because then it is more of a service yeah, and that upcharge yeah. is due to the fact that I'm finding an array of items like from five to, you know, 25 items that are cohesive. They go with each other, with your style, and they work together to form multiple outfits. I'm doing it for you. Um, in a deadline and I'm spending my own time to do it. So I'm factoring in things like my time, gas, shipping, printing the labels, the packaging, all of this stuff and my time emailing you, my time in style consultations. Um, and, and they're still you know, getting it for, you know, saves them time and money. Oh yeah. And I'm, I'm always reasonable with my prices. And then also I'm giving back to, other charities that need it, people who really need it. This is a this is an elevated service um, that you know isn't for everyone, isn't in the budget for everyone. But I, you know, I think it's a great service for what I charge. Yeah. And I had a point. What was it? Oh yeah, I, this something similar happened to me once. I buy a lot of books at thrift stores, mm -hmm. and I had like five or six books that I was going to buy. And the person checking me out was like, "Oh, are you going to try and sell these?" No, I'm going to read them, and then probably keep them forever. 
or give them away. Like, no, I'm not gonna. That's too much work. <laughs> I'd make maybe fifty <laughs> cents profit. Like, oh, I'm buying this book for two dollars. Let me sell it on eBay for four dollars. Oh, it's just not worth the time. <laughs> no, it's not worth the time. Yeah. That's why I don't. I don't really love, you know doing online reselling of individual items. And I thought of doing that to kind of supplement my business, but it wouldn't be fun for me. Yeah. It just wouldn't be as fun because I like the element of styling and putting together an outfit and something that's cohesive because that really brings in like the actual fashion element. I didn't just find one cool item. Yeah, I found, yeah. Them. Yeah, and they go together, yeah. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of the photos you do with the people in their, uh, their outfits. They do look good. Yeah. Thank you, I love they that. Match, yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, this one, this story is crazy. I read it to Bradley because I, when I was looking, so yeah. this one's crazy. Um, AITA for leaving the thrift store with an item I paid for. Well, no, they paid <laughs> I went to my local thrift store and immediately found a piece of furniture I wanted. In the past, I've been through the furniture section and seen receipts attached to items saying that they've been sold already and are no longer available. That was not the case for this table. Stoked, I asked an employee to help me move it to the register so I could pay for it. A nice dude helps me out by putting it on a dolly and rolling it up from, rolling it up front for me. I pay for it and he starts pushing the dolly out to my car. A lady comes out of the store behind us and she is pissed. She comes up with a temper, yelling that it's her table that we're willing out to our car. Confused because there was no sold tag on this thing, I ask her, oh, did you pay for it? She says no, but I told the manager that I wanted it and it, she set it aside for me. I feel awkward at first and just kind of freeze there for a minute while she goes back into the store to get the manager. I considered going in and refunding it and giving it to her. I did think about it. I actively decided though, that since I paid for it, I had essentially called dibs and that the store manager should have had the woman pay for the item and put a receipt on it like they've done in the past. So I look at the dude helping me lug this thing out to my car. He looks stunned and clearly is just gonna wait to see what happens. I decide not to wait. I tell him I'm gonna make him be, I'm not gonna make him be any more involved and I just pick up my furniture and start walking it to the car myself. As soon as I'm finished loading it into the car, the manager comes out with the woman. She asks me expectantly if I'm going to give the furniture back to the lady. I asked the manager if the lady paid for it. She says no, but we did put it on hold for her. I told her there was no signage indicating that it was sold. It wasn't moved off of the floor and no one stopped me when I asked multiple people for help to move it and while checking it out. The manager tells me that if I don't go back in and return the table, that I'm banned from the thrift store and can never come back. So I told her that I'm sorry and that the staff had made a mistake and I had no intention of returning the item that I had already paid for got into my car. So I noped on out of there. I clearly upset this lady by not refunding and giving back quote unquote, this table. I feel bad that she was upset, but I don't feel bad about getting the table, but Am I the asshole, even though I paid for it? No, no. <laughs> Everyone else kind of sucks here, though. Like, wow, someone tries talking to me that way. Okay, you want the chair? I mean, what are you going to give me for it? I paid for it. I've wasted my time pulling it into my car. Uh, you're going to give me a refund plus a, a discount. And not just, no, you're going to give me a refund plus a store credit for like 20 bucks, at least. I would say the biggest asshole yeah. here is 
Well, maybe not the biggest asshole because you can't get too mad at low-wage employees. Yeah, the manager should have handled that. Yeah, yeah, the store's the asshole for, like, because they didn't properly handle um, the situation when the woman, you know, called dibs initially on the furniture, so it wasn't set aside properly for her. There wasn't anything to indicate that she had, you know, reserved it and was going to pay for it, but... You know, if it was me, I would have just paid and then gone back to look around more for whatever else. I think that would be the best way to go about it. And I, I do understand this woman's initial anger because, like, she thought she had the furniture. So I understand her initial anger, but the way she carried on and got the manager and all that, that was I, unnecessary. I would have been mad at the manager, too. I would have said, hey, you oh, yeah. set this aside. You didn't give me a credit. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, there's nothing that can really be done at that point. Yeah. But I definitely get, I definitely get her initial anger. But I think, like, OP paid for it, and the manager's the biggest asshole just for being like, "Hey, you, you need to return this, or you're banned from the thrift store." Oh, I need to return an item I paid for. The manager was just trying to use OP as a scapegoat to fix the problem they got themselves into. Uh, I, have, I have some commentary on these stories. They're all the only people that are being treated really negatively are all women. So I'm curious to see what would happen if there were men involved in these stories. I mean, that is a good comment because I feel like if you're me, no one would try. I don't think people would try that on me. No one would mess with Bradley. Yeah. Absolutely not Bradley. Definitely. And if someone came out, you're going to be banned from the store. I mean, all right, see ya. Yeah, Bradley would Bradley would just be like, I wasn't planning on coming back. Brad he no, Bradley so takes bad. no BS. Bradley really truly takes no BS. So it could be a situation where the people involved just tried to pull one over on people that looked like they were an easy person to to you know take advantage of. So that's just is interesting. Okay, so I have one more. Oh, I'm excited. Okay, so this one, this one's kind of crazy too. AITA for confronting a woman at the thrift store who removed the price tags to get her pro her clothes repriced at a cheaper price. I know this is not any of my business, but I noticed this while shopping at a big thrift store in New York. I noticed a woman tearing the price tag off of a $12.99 really beautiful sweater. It was already fairly cheap in my opinion. I thought it was kind of weird. So I, while I was on the same aisle, I was eavesdropping and heard her complain to the worker that they had forgotten to put a price tag on the sweater. The guy apologized and took the sweater to the back and came back with a new price tag of $9.99. So this woman saved three bucks by cheating the system. Since thrift stores don't have identical clothes and they can't be cross-checked with similar items to match their price, I was going to say something, but I decided to keep it quiet. Then she did it again with pants this time and went to the cashier who called another coworker to get the price on the pants. That's when I stepped in and told her that she already pulled that stunt and it's on camera where she ripped off the price tag. She told me to mind my own business and I told the cashier to ask the male coworker who helped her in the first place. After the manager got involved and checked the camera footage, she was banned from the store. Why I have the feeling that I may have been a bit too extra in this situation and was kind of a snitch. Should I have minded my own business? And am I the asshole? Maybe not an asshole, but you should have minded your own business. If it's, and here's why: you're putting yourself at risk when you do things like that. 
there's no benefit to you. Oh, you're saving the corporation money. Woo. <laughs> You want a trophy? That's like, that's like at Walmart stopping someone. Like, no, I don't care. It's Walmart. Like, if this is like a local small business that is really going to need every single sale, maybe that's different. But me, I'm minding my own business. Like, I didn't see anything. It's got nothing to do with me. I'm yeah. not putting my life at risk to save this corporation some money. Like, no. Exactly. <laughs> I think so. They said it was a big thrift store in New York. Mm-hmm. My that's guess. Fired, yeah. My guess is that this thrift store is getting a good amount of business and that their clothes are overpriced because I'm thinking, what kind of sweater was this? $12.99 for a sweater? That's a Seems lot. Seems a lot, yeah. Because thrift store items here are like four fifty. I would never pay $12 for a sweater. Not a uh, secondhand sweater. Yeah, no. And so I think that like personally, I would be like, I would just be a bit annoyed seeing this happen. But... I would mind my own business and I I don't think OP's like you said, yeah. necessarily the asshole. She was How the person in school who was like, teacher, Johnny's talking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the know-it-all teacher's yeah. pet that no one really liked. OP doesn't have friends, so she has to tattle on everyone so no one's Like happy. even the workers, <laughs> they're like, why'd you have to tell us? This is such a waste of our time. We were just chilling. Okay, but they banned this woman it's, from the thrift store. It seems excessive, but... They were probably like, they were probably like, this woman just made a big deal out of it. So now we have to like have to treat it as now. it's yeah. important. Also, if it's really that big of a deal, they would be able to price them accurately. Because in the thrift stores that I go to, all the clothes are priced the same, regardless of the brand or anything like that. Sweaters have a set price. Pants have a set price. So you can't do things like that. Well, if you go yeah. to um, Value Village or I forget, there's another one near, like Salvation Army, that's it. Um, they're priced by items. So you could technically do something like this and they, they price it based on what they think the value of it is based on current style trends and who's buying what. So if a pair of like new Converse or newer Nikes or whatever come in, they're going to be like, Oh, $25. Even though it's like, bro, these are like going for $30 at Ross. Come on now. There's one through store. So the price tags are very interesting. They'll say if purchased by X date, price will be thirty dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah if I've purchased by X date, like that. price will be twenty dollars. So what a lot of people do is they'll try and hide the shirts in the back and then come back for them a week later when the price is cheaper. Mm. It's so interesting. Yeah, I found I some really cool socks like there. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I've seen antique stores that do stuff like that because they're trying to move inventory and they they do it specifically more so with larger items like furniture that don't move as quickly and then i've also seen that in pawn shops where um an item if sold to them like we got our air fryer from a pawn shop um and it was at the second tier date so originally it was like you know, 60 bucks and we, we got it for like 30 or something. But yeah. So I think, I think out of all of our OPs, this one is the most asshole-ish, but not, still not not quite an asshole. We're not, we're not going to throw rocks at you. We'll throw tomatoes instead. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe some eggs. Although eggs are super expensive right now and we don't want to be wasteful. Wasting food in general is bad. We'd be the asshole. Banana peels. Yeah. Yes. Banana peels. There we go. You can't really eat those, I don't think. No. But then after we throw them at them, then we could put it into our composter and make fertilizer. See, this is genius. Mm -hmm. Everyone go buy Hannah's boxes. 
Yes, it's handpicked style um, on Instagram and TikTok. Well, handpicked style boxes on TikTok, but you look up handpicked style, I'll come up. And then if you want a box, email me at handpickstyle at gmail.com. And then I also have my link to fill out my form in my Instagram bio. So I'll be excited to work with anyone, all, all sizes, all genders, anyone is welcome, all ages too. Awesome. Well, thanks everyone for listening. That was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. All right. Bye everyone.